0: Revelation, but I'll lead a nation. You can analyze my vision. Good luck, it's all in Russian You can be the highest roller, the breadwinner. You can buy a honour and tough
1: Hello and welcome back to Teachable Moments with Deja Milan. Sponsored by the Adult Film Festival. Go to AFLV.com or Adult Film Festival LV.com and check them out. The event is in Las Vegas, Nevada, every March. Uh, If you can't make the event, you can always go to the homepage and scroll down to tickets and purchase a $10 ticket and view the movies that were screened during the film festival so everybody gets to be a part of it if they would like. So today we are interviewing the amazing Marcus London. How are you, my dear?
2: I'm very well, thank you very much. How are you?
1: I am fabulous. Thank you. Well, dealing with allergies like we just talked about, but yeah. other than that, yeah, <laughs> Vegas, between the weather, the water, and the plants, right. yeah, <laughs> it's, no it's an uphill battle here.
2: And it's not even summer yet, so I know. Ready.
1: Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I know, gosh. So tell us a little about yourself and how you got into the industry. I know you are superstar in our industry. Um, well... <laughs> I
2: would have said a superstar. Oh, yeah, you I totally mean... are. Don't be modest. Okay. You so are. <laughs> oh right. fair enough. Um, well, um, I used to be a male stripper um, a long time ago. I did that for about 10 years. Interesting. Um, and, and in between that, I, I found um, – I used to look in a – the reason I got a job as a male stripper was I was looking in a, a, a magazine or, should I say, a paper in London, which people that wanted to get into th- theatrical stuff, you know, theater, acting – it was, a, it was a paper for, for those kind of individuals. And, of course, they had this mouse-stripping thing. And so I ended up getting involved with that, which was a dance troupe, very much like the Chippendales, but the English version, which were called the Dream Boys back okay, then. Okay, cool. And they're still, a, they're still around today.
1: And what um, year was that, would you say? What year was that?
2: Uh, uh, um, let's say, God, stripping would be further back. So probably 95?
1: Okay, so 1900s. Maybe?
2: <laughs> yeah, <kinda. laughs> I'm pretty old. Um, and then you know, and then I saw an advertisement in there, um, for modelling. I started doing some kind of, you know, semi-nude modelling, magazine uh, slash uh, calendar things like that. You know, and then eventually it got. I got offered a job, which was Top Shelf Magazine. Um, okay, which was it, it's it. That was the days when. You didn't actually have sex as such. It was like very nearly in, you know, your tongue was, you know, a half a centimeter from a clit.
1: Oh, okay. So very vanilla. Yeah. Extremely. Like Playboy uh, type stuff.
2: Very much. Yeah, very much.
1: Old Playboy, not new, now Playboy. Yes. No, not the new Playboy. Yeah. Um, So I I did that.
2: You know, it was cool. Bit of a tease, but it was cool. And I started doing quite a few of those. And then one day I got asked to do a video, which obviously was the full whack, the full full Monty, so to speak, <laughs> right.
0: and
2: um, I did it and found it pretty cool. <laughs> and at that point, I'd already moved into uh, running. Like I used to run nightclubs and bars, but I, I started running a strip club. Um, for your eyes only, strip clubs in London, uh, in the West End, etc. So at that point, I'd, I'm now running a, a strip club, and now I'm doing hardcore porn on video. Oh so wow! Was, so I was jumping from porno to running one a big, facet you know, to the other, but in still in yeah.
1: within the adult industry. Yeah, Interesting. still in
2: adult. Yeah, still in, in, in adult, basically.
1: Um, and anyway, I started doing more and more.
2: Not often. I mean, probably no more than once every month. It wasn't like an everyday thing,
1: right? Um,
2: and then you know, I got a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper. And then I had a an incident. I'd call it an incident where I was on set. Uh, for a guy called Miles Long. And back then, not, not Miles Long, Miles, somebody else. He wasn't the one you think that's out here. And back then, um, he was involved with two Russian twins um, that hmm. was on the circuit. So anyway, I'm on set waiting for my girls to turn up. And I'm, I think I was on set with Ashley Long and Angel Long way back in the day. Okay. And um, these two twins walk in to do the scene with me and unfortunately for me they were two girls that actually already worked for me in the strip clubs oh so my my you were outed of, <laughs> my, yeah Well, no, my, funny enough, my bosses knew what i did they had no problem right right but my problem as a as a club manager was now i've got two dancers that i have to control at my nightclub that night right after i fucked them all day oh my gosh <laughs> And the problem with that was they were getting absolutely smashed drunk on set like they did a bottle of Jack Daniels each
1: Oh, that's a no-no. Yeah. Well, yeah, but at least in in America. Yeah, I I don't know about England. Oh, okay. Yeah, Europe is is like that. They're just so like carefree and do what you want and yeah, no (laughs) problem. But yeah, in America, that is a no-no. Yeah, we don't really let anyone tell us what to do. Right, <laughs> right. This
2: is what we're doing, and you don't like it. Yeah,
1: unfortunately, our government <laughs> has other yeah, ideas yeah. for how we should yeah, do yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's a little bit different. but it's so, understandable. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So the,
2: problem, the problem was really, and again, I say I call it a problem. The problem really remained that now I've got two dark, two very drunk strippers that I'm having sex with. That in the evening when I go back to work, I've got to now have a, I've got to have a go at them for being drunk. Which right. I facilitated and allowed to happen because I was, in, you know, it was on my set when right I was with them. Right. So that caused me a little bit of a situation where I thought, well, you know, what? I don't need this happening again. So maybe I should not be doing this while I run the club. So I took a little bit of a leave of absence, you could say. Okay. And in between that, when a, a X amount of time went past, and Spearman Rhino decided to come over and flood the English strip club market, oh. which did which hit our business a bit. So. In the end, I got a bit fed up with my company being so kind of passive aggressive. Didn't really do anything about it. Well, they did. They they did kind of threaten the owner and do some damage to some of his uh, bouncers on the door.
1: Oh,
0: okay. Right. Welcome to
1: England, bitches.
0: Game, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be going home yeah. in a box if you carry
1: on. <laughs> right.
2: And um, and you know, it it kind of worked for a bit. But anyway, long story short. I got fed up, and back then I was seeing one of my dancers, which her name was McKinsey. Well, I gave her the name Mackenzie Lee.
1: Okay. And
2: um, we came out here, and Jenna Jameson signed her to a contract, so she became one of the club Jenna girls.
1: Awesome, and
2: I pretty much stayed and didn't go home and um, started doing movies with Vivid and with.
1: So that would have been about um, early to mid two thousands then. It was
2: it was two thousand five actually. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. That yeah. sounds about right because that's right when Jenna had it right before she sold it.
2: Yep. Yep. There's it like I think two, two, five, six, seven. I think just around seven ish. It started. Or had changing. Playboy bought it
1: by that time already? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then, yeah. yeah. So that's when. That's when the change happened. and Obviously, I was already here so and, and everything. So, yeah. So, that's kind of how I got in the business, really, was from between stripping and a bit of modeling. And then the next step was, okay, do you want to do a movie? So, that's how I found myself here and uh, doing what I'm doing now.
1: So, who is, because you've been around for so long, who is some of right. the talent that you've worked with? Everyone.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs>
1: I can't... Um... You throw me some names and I'll say yes. Yeah, <laughs> I know. These. No, I hear you. Yeah, you're a superstar. I know. I get it. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so are you well, working I mean, on –
2: huh? I've worked with uh, – there's, there's people I wish I could have worked with. I would love to have worked with Janine. You know, um, oh, massive. yeah. I'm a ma- massive fan of Janine. She's feel so sweet. Out, yeah, I used to hang out with her and Brianna and all that with Jenna in all the nightclubs right. when we used to go out, You know, with all the vivid girls with us all the time. You know, Monique, Alexander, everybody. we was Mate. It was like everyone who was anyone was there. You know, it was a wonderful time. It, it really was a wonderful time. It's I,
1: funny you know. say Janine because her and I have the same birthday.
2: Wow, that's cool. Me,
1: her, cool. my dad, uh, a friend that I went to uh, seventh grade with that lives out here in Vegas. And right. um, one of my business partners for my production company, his wife. We all have the same birthday. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like you, where, you where may... <laughs> when is her birthday? Because uh, I had a
2: funny feeling, like because I did, I went out of her one night for Valentine's night a, year, a few years back uh-huh. when she first, when she first got back out or get back in or not in but started coming back. So to right say. with appearances um, and
1: stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What is her birthday? Is, it, is it, it in January? No, it's November fourteenth. Actually. Oh, it's November. Okay, yeah. October. <laughs> yeah, so but usually, yeah. you know, you may run into one, maybe two people in your lifetime that have that share the same <laughs> birthday, but not <laughs> like six. I know. That's was crazy. Yeah, definitely.
2: There's a few there's a few people in the business that have the same birthday as me, Kieran Lee, uh, Tasha Rain.
1: So oh, okay. A few. Cool. When is your birthday? Uh January
2: fifteenth.
1: Oh, okay. So oh, you're yeah. a what? Capricorn a Capricorn righty um, <laughs> <laughs> I know aren't we all <laughs> yeah right. I was I was such a sexual being before I got into the industry that when you know I, when I kind of fell into the industry's lap by chance, mm-hmm. I it just made sense for me right. to do it, you know yeah, and yeah. it wasn't until a couple, about a year or two into it that I really got it that I really understood. You know, what I was doing there and, you know, what the purpose of me being on set, what I needed to be doing. And, you know, I knew I had made it when Vivid, um, when Jim Holiday hired me (laughs) to shoot for Vivid, um, the 75 nurse orgy. I was there with like Danita Dunes, Claudia de Corazon. I mean, I was there with some really at that time, Jessica Jewell. You know, I was there with some really big names and I was just like, wow. And they put me on the cover. Wow. So yeah, that was that was really cool. Uh, Marty Rudy, do you know Marty? No, I don't. Okay, so he used to, at that time he worked for Vivid. Um, he was friends with Damian Michaels, who was roommates with Brian Sherwood. Okay. And um, when I first got in the industry, Damien kind of picked me up. He wasn't really like my agent because he was like a pseudo agent or whatever. But he would get me work here and there in between me getting work. But I would go stay and kick it with them. And they were just, just, we had so much fun. So Marty would come over with his uh, wife and they Mm -hmm. had like... 20 cats it was so sad because she ended up leaving him later on and left him with all those damn cats and they were her fucking cats oh. Oh
2: my
1: God. <laughs> but he good. got so attached but anyways he was the one in charge of all of Vivid's graphics so because oh, okay. he and i were friends he made sure that my set that my uh, pictures <laughs> you know was on the cover so that was pretty That's awesome best. i did a lot of vivid covers you know back That's then good. That's great. I miss our old industry. It has changed so much.
2: Yeah, mom. It's just it's yeah. It's
0: sad.
1: It is. It really is because the talent you know now does not truly understand how amazing it was. I mean, it was just awesome. You could take one day, and you know, and usually you get work as you know through word of mouth. Yes. Um, But you also like I would go with a girlfriend like Sierra. And we would go to, because um, everybody was in the valley. And yes. all the offices were like three blocks yep. yeah, <laughs> within can, each other. Yes. So you just take a day yeah. and hit up 20 offices, you know. And yeah. and that's when they took Polaroids of you. And, yeah. you know, you'd yeah. go in the office and they'd get you naked. And they'd say, oh, sorry, camera's out of film. And it's like, really? Okay. Now <laughs> you're standing there waiting so then they finally come in and get your front side and back mm-hmm. feel like a hydraulic and then yeah. um you sit down they go over what you do don't do and then they give you your call time they give you the location they tell you who you're gonna work with they give you your pay you know rate what they're yeah. gonna pay you or whatever and then you go to the next so then you yeah. have you know shoots booked for the next week or two and yeah. then you know other producers have heard from them and then they call yeah. you and it just picks up uh, and it's just yeah. you know now you got to go through agencies and you know that have five hundred thousand other girls so do they really yeah. care about you
2: yes exactly yeah exactly. it's
1: just sad did it you sucks. ever did you ever have an agent or did you always like me just I, get your
2: own work when i first came here my <clears throat> my my girl i got her signed originally with uh spiegler Okay, um, yeah, I love I Mark. Was, I think it was Spiegler.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and it was really nice of him because Spiegler actually uh, took me around to meet people, um, which he's, he doesn't deal with guys, so that was really nice. Right. Um, and he introduced me to a lot of people. So, But originally, you know... I was with Jim South when I first ever got here. Right. Um, so, but Jim didn't do an awful lot. I had a couple of jobs. They weren't that great. They were all right. But, yeah, um, we're
1: we're gonna not express our opinions about yeah. that.
2: Right. But um, <laughs> but I ended up I ended up going with um, LA Direct because obviously I knew Derek from England. Obviously, right. Um, and I was with him for a while. And then I just got fed up with the bunch of shit because they, you know, they.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't
2: take orders from anyone very right. well, and I don't do as I'm told by anyone, no matter right. who they are. Right. And uh, we kind of had a little bit of a falling out, and I went, you know, I'm done with this bullshit. And to be honest, I got more work; my work doubled within when I left, so I never went yeah. back to another agent.
1: That's good. That's good because now, you know, the the females coming into the business are being told, oh, Oh, we're not – you can't get work unless you have an agent. We only go through agencies and, you know, it's kind of ridiculous.
2: I mean the only thing that an agent has over an independent is when – and I know this because I've done enough movies in the respect of directed movies. um, When you're planning a film, you open up, for instance, an, an agency site And you look at your script and you read the script and you're looking at the characters and you're going through all these images, figuring out which girl would fit this. Right. And unfortunately, if you don't have your face on one of those agencies, I'm probably not going to pick you because I haven't seen your face and I don't. Unless I know you extremely well and you're already in my mind of of the girl I'm going to use. I would. Propagate my movie with people from agencies because I'm seeing them and I'm going, okay, yeah, she looks perfect for this. She right. she fits this role. And if I already know her and I've worked with her, or I know people that have worked with her, or I've looked up her scenes, right, yeah, exactly.
1: How- you can Google her. You know,
2: when yeah, I that's how I that's how I book a movie. Yeah. But if I'm planning a movie, you know, I'd probably already know the lead just because I'm planning it already with the lead in mind. But then to fill the rest of the movie. I would probably go on an agent site to look and if not saying so I'd have to book them from there, but I would still have to look at them from somewhere. Right. You know?
1: Right. So, so um, that, you obviously went from talent to producer. What made that transition for you?
2: Well, um, well, it was kind of funny. It was cause I was originally, I was, I was married to Devon Lee and, okay. and, and back then I was directing a movie a month for Penthouse with Kelly Holland and I was on—I don't know what movie I was doing—one of her movies, professionally, one of her films, one of the leads in one of her movies at the time. And Devon, you know, I was writing scripts already; I'd already started writing movies. And Devon went up to Kelly and said, um, "Marcus wants to direct a couple of movies." And Kelly went, "All right, next month, two <laughs> movies," and that right. was it. Cool. And I was like, all oh, right, shit. So while I was on set for that particular movie, I basically wrote those two movies for the next month while I was sitting there waiting around to be shot. So I shot my first two movies, which were Layover and a movie called Letters. And, you know, and that was it. And then I started doing one a month and I would do fill-in movies where they was shooting two movies that, that over four days and I would dive in and as soon as there was a spot, I'd shoot a scene, another scene, another scene and I'd create a third movie on the on right. the back of another right so yeah so i did that for quite a while and that's really what got my start before i started doing wicked films and then i'd done a couple of other movies and i did my own production so yeah that's what got me got me into it you know and to be honest what really kind of excelled me to do it was i'd had i was doing so many scenes in general um mm-hmm. i felt that I, my mind i was running nightclubs i was running bars i was very articulate and i felt like i was becoming stupid. Because all I was doing was fucking. Right. I wasn't exercising my mind in any shape or form. So I thought, you know what? I feel dumb right this minute. I don't like this feeling. I don't like, you know, I used to. You had an epiphany. Well, I was I just felt useless. I mean, I'm not not saying anyone can't. Anyone can fuck. Right, right. right. I just do it very well. But the point being is (laughs) anyone can do it, right? Right. So I didn't feel like I was really doing anything. So I just felt I need to do something. So I started writing scripts and that started getting my mind moved. Then I started producing and obviously putting together the schedules and planning the movie and, you know, the props and what I need and how am I going to shoot these things and how am I going to pull off these great, these stunts and et cetera, et cetera. And I loved it. I loved it. I loved it more than performing because I, it was a challenge as such. Right. And performance wasn't a challenge to me and that was what I do I live and breathe and I perform and that's what I do so you know I think making movies for me was very it was a, an exhilarating it made me feel a million times better about myself
1: right and you know what though too you're you've always been a strong performer and you know my hat is off to anybody like you because as a man in the industry mm-hmm. it is not easy to oh, be no. able to perform and perform no. well
2: no it's not easy
1: you know to- that's
2: to do, like you said, I mean, the, you've got so many different areas that you have to consider. Number one, yes, you have to perform in others. You have to be able to be hard, stay hard. Um, you have to be, be in that, to,
1: that mindset, in that mind frame, and you have to turn yourself on and off when that director yeah. tells you to, or, you know, and you've got to get in sync with the girl. And, you know, I mean, there's yeah. just so many factors in there that people don't understand.
2: And it's not even, and and that's just a very small fraction of it. Right. You also to be very camera uh, or orientated, in other words, yes. knowing the angles, attentive, what's right for you exactly. The camera, allowing the light in, um, knowing where the camera is even without seeing the camera. Right. There's, there's a lot more to it. There's yes. a lot more to it than just being able to do the job sexually yes. um, and do it well. And, and create the character that you're supposed to be at that point and make it relevant to the scene that you're doing. and It's it's just, again, it's... Um, so much all at once, and not yeah, everybody is I,
1: capable of doing it and doing it no, well. So, again, it, yeah. my hat's off it, to you.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, I remember I was on set for Entourage when I, I did a, a speaking role on Entourage, I think season four four, three, whatever. Okay. And I met one of the, one of the big guys, um, the main guy, the, 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 lead of Entourage, he, he said something in an interview while we was there saying, it's, they, these porn stars amaze me, you know, you call action and suddenly they just turn this shit on. Right. Like, like, where did it, where does this come from? Right. He was very impressed with, uh, there was a bunch of us on there and, uh, you know, he, he, he does, he, he made a point, you know, a Hollywood actor, yeah, they act and they're great and they're good at what they do. But what we do is a little bit more difficult right. than they, they do, right. you know. So yes. you know, I understand when people think, "Oh, I could do it." They,
1: they do. Girls, oh my God! I know you've gotten that from people. I've gotten it my entire career, guys. Of you yes, know. So then you are like, "Okay, fine." You know, you you already know what's going to happen, but they have no clue. So you are like, "Yeah, okay, yep. let's shoot you and your girlfriend and see how this works." <laughs> you know. And then they get stage fright, and then of course,
2: I do because
1: yeah. now you know now you have to do
2: it. Now it's not fun anymore now it's a job now it became something that's not what you imagined and of course that's what everyone sees they think it's one big fucking party and a big audit right Right. it's not it's a job it's like going to the bank and doing an eight-hour shift—that's
1: yes. what it is, exactly. But yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any funny stories, um, set stories, or scary? You know, like people you've worked <laughs> with was like really or. I mean, can...
2: I have some. I have a disgusting story. I don't okay.
1: really want to talk about. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, come on! Mean, we love disgusting. We so like the shock
2: factor. Num- here, here's the thing. <laughs> Number one is my my. I'm, I'm more about teaching these days. Um, right. I feel that I've learned the things I have learned um, sexually uh, has put me in a very, very different place in my life where, and I see and I hear so many girls tell me how they dis they don't enjoy sex because they're not having great sex with men because men are not doing the right things to them. And right. it's, it's very sad. It's very sad because sex can be an, an, a, an amazing experience if it's done right. Yeah. So I feel the teaching thing is very important to me now, but my biggest skill is obviously teaching and showing, uh, women and men how to how to make a woman squirt you know squirting is something that i um i would imagine i i personally feel i'm probably one of the best in the world at making a woman squirt in in any factor in any position in a very fast uh, time frame so i was doing this a lot in this business and there's a lot of women that say oh yeah i can squirt for miles and there's a lot of agencies that will send you girls. yeah she can squirt all day long and from a long distance and the simple fact is it's not about if a woman can square. it's if I can make her square. That's right. the real truth. It's not right. about her making herself. So they sent me a girl on a, on a couple's – no, it wasn't a couple seduced teens. It was a different product for a company called – which was uh, really big at one point. Um, God, I've forgotten the bloody name of the company. How can you do that? That's funny. Um, <laughs> Pink Visual. Pink Visual. Okay. So – Anyway, so we're we're shooting this scene. They want a squirt scene. They want her to be able to squirt a fair long distance. And I'm like, well, look, I can't guarantee she's going to do a distance. I don't know her body yet. Right. I've never worked with her yet. I can't let you know. I know I'll make a squirt. It will go a good old way. But I don't know if we're going to do 20 feet or any crazy shit like this. Right. So anyway, I begin to do what I do to make a squirt. And I'm going down on her at the same time, um, just warming her up, getting her ready. Right. And all of a sudden – you know, I didn't. Look, I didn't see her face, so I didn't see what she was doing. All of a sudden, I get this smell, and I'm like, "What the fuck is that? That is absolutely nasty." So I look down, and I'm on a black leather couch, and all I see is a huge puddle of diarrhea underneath her.
1: Oh my gosh!
2: Really? Right? Wow. So, so I I suck it up in the, and I don't mean it in the, the yeah, literally right. Up, and I go, <laughs> you dealt oh, with I, it.
1: And
0: I,
2: I ask for the baby wipes, and I clean it up, and I clean her up, and I go, let's try this again. And I do it again, and so does she. She does it again. Oh, my gosh. So I clean her up again, and I clean it up again, and I...
1: Oh, no. Noticed. After the first I time, I've been like, I, bitch,
2: here's the wipes. <laughs> I
1: never noticed, <laughs> it.
2: I didn't notice at the top of her, like I wasn't looking at her face, but when I did venture look at her face, I noticed she was basically pushing. She was trying to squirt. She was trying oh, to do something that she okay. did not have to do. So right. God knows what she ate the night before. Anyway, the third time she did it again, the female camera woman went, I'm done, scene cancelled, I'm out of here, and she left. And I followed her pretty quickly afterwards. And that was the closest I ever come from saying, I'm done, I'm not doing this business no more.
1: Right, right. That was
2: the closest because it was just, I was very close to what was going on. Well, was... that's
1: disgusting and unprofessional. And, you know, I mean, in, you get the people who, who you know, go into a scene knowing that that's what they love. That's just what they right. do. You know, for me, I never yeah. shot anal on film. I didn't do DPs. Right. I didn't do gang bangs. I did blowjobs. Right. I love giving blowjobs. I did right. girl-girl scenes. I love being with women. You know, right. I mean, I'll kiss a woman faster than I'll kiss a man. Right. So you know, I only did the things that I like to do. So right. you know, I do not respect people who are just in it for the dollar. I'm right, not saying exactly. you got to come in with an emotional attachment to everybody you work with, but right. you have to at least be comfortable within your own self. Yes. yes. In the and the position that you are coming in, the capacity yes. you know as. so. Totally indif- agree. So, so that was my nasty story. Yeah. <laughs> right so what was your teachable moment for our listeners
2: well i mean the 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 biggest thing and this is the the main thing i i try and teach when i do any seminars or my when i get my my book is being edited or getting edited now um oh what's that going to be called it's called the magician
1: the oh that's amazing (laughs)
2: yeah when
1: can Uh, our buyers uh look for that to be released well, I don't know because I've got, I've put, here's
2: the thing, I'm. I, it's going to be, it's being edited and, that, and obviously okay. it's, I don't know, 39 chapters or whatever it is, wow. um, maybe 150 pages, but it will be a lot more pages because I have to shoot the photo sets right. for the instructional pieces of that thing because it, it's really got everything in from Tantra to Kama Sutra to anal secrets to squirting techniques uh, fitness health products. Wow, you're gonna do
1: well. Good. That's gonna be amazing. I want <laughs> to buy a copy. It, you want me? I'm, I'm all excited now. Hurry!
2: <laughs> it's it's well. And the thing is, this is the difference between my book and every other book that's out there. Right. It's been written from experience, not yes. from science fact. Yes, it's written from stuff that I have seen work yes. for me. Right. So it's it's really a hands-on book. It's not exactly. about what I've heard works. It's what I've made work. Right. Um, and the 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 main thing that I try and convey in the book and in and in everything I teach is to be good in bed is not ju- it's is about techniques but it's about being selfless and not a selfish lover. Right. If you can do that, you're already a halfway. You're already a, a, a hundred. You're already a hundred miles in front of the yes, competition. I agree. You know, because 100%. Men, men are so selfish. They all they're interested in is is their own orgasm. All interested in coming, and if you can put that aside. And focus on getting a woman to come once or twice, or even three times before you even get to that point. You're already a champion in her eyes. So once you te- throw in the technique, once you throw in a guy that can learn body, her body language and understand her moments and you know the the throes of passion when it's gonna when it's gonna make her come and stuff like that. Once you can get all that down, which is all in the book, then you become what I class as a, a, a major league lover, someone who really understands the craft of understanding what yeah and you will say.
1: have the women flocking because there are so oh. many men out there there's like yeah. i mean there's honestly like three percent men like you and 97 percent that are just selfish yeah. or that's exactly it or if they're not selfish they're not really that they're clueless <laughs> yes exactly exactly and you know and Right, yeah. and I've had before where I've tried. I call them civilians—people who are not in the yeah. industry. Civilians, yeah. Yeah. So you know, I've tried to tell civilians before because I'm more polyamorous than I am monogamous. You know, mm-hmm. I think monogamy is a ridiculous it is. theory, it is. personally. Yeah. But that's a whole other <laughs> interview. Yeah, so- <laughs> yeah so, um, you know, I, this one guy I was with he first of all, he calls me at like two in the morning, hey, what are you doing? I'm and I just woke up, I mean I'd smoked a couple blunts mm. before I went to sleep or whatever, so oh. I wake up at two in the morning and I'm like, nothing if you want to come over, you know, come on over. So then you know, he's going down on me when he gets over and and I'm like, okay. I want you, because we had had sex like once or twice before, but nothing, oh. you know, we hadn't been yeah. together that long or whatever. And so I was like, okay, I want you to do it here, and I want you to do this, and this is what makes me feel good. And he got mad. <laughs> and this is another reason why I don't mess with younger guys either, because yeah. he was younger. Yeah. So yeah. instead of taking offense to a woman telling you what pleases her, yeah. You listen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and he's well, like... Yeah, he's like, I know how to please a woman. I was like, no, you know how to please other women. I'm telling you what I like, what I want you to yeah. do to me. And it, it wasn't in a rude way, yeah, but no. he took it that way, you know. Yeah. So, yeah,
2: exactly. I
1: totally yeah, get
2: it. My, that's my other thing. It's like, don't expect you know a woman's body better than she knows her own. Right. It's an idiotic thought pattern that you can do better more to her than you Now, could I do more to her? Probably. Right. But I've had four thousand women practice on, so I think I should have. Yeah. Had, I've, had, <laughs> I've had a good cross section. So been, but trust me, I can be surprised and I can be wrong. And if it happens, I'm very happy to say, okay. So tell me, what what is it? What you like? Tell me right. what you know, because I, I'm always gonna learn. I always do learn. And you know, I learned something. I learned something new. About six months ago, I learned how to make a a woman squirt in a way that I had no clue of until Mm. I saw that I do it, and you know it's in my book now. It's 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 in my new my new scenario, my new uh, uh, series that's being made now for squirting called uh, Squirting School, which is being done by a new company that's not even a porn company, and um, it's I call it the Omega because it's fucking, oh, it's fucking amazing.
0: Right. And
2: it's literally my fingers in her ass and reaching up and connecting with the G-spot through the vaginal uh, walls uh-huh. and the anal okay. cavity. Yeah. And I've never seen a girl squirt so crazy and hard from that, and I've done it to a right. bunch of them, and it's amazing. Cool. Um, but I didn't know about it. So it proves you can always learn, no matter how much experience you've had, there's always someone that will know something you didn't.
1: If you're just open-minded enough to listen. Yeah. Uh, no, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I've only ever scored it, I think, once or twice. The once that right. is the most prevalent was somebody I'd been with for, like, 20 years. Right. He was, like, my booty that I'd had around yeah. for a long time. Yeah. And um, one night, he had me just in a position that was on my back. He was standing up. You know, I was on the bed, and he was standing yeah. up. And it was just, I was on my back, but I was kind of tilted on the side. Right. And I had my butt up on a pillow because, you know, mm-hmm. it, it tilts yep. the pelvis yep. so you can go in yep. deeper. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, he was just pounding away. And when, um, just one particular time, I mean, I shot from where we were on the bed probably about 15 feet to the door. Yep. It was yeah. like one of those uh, water fountains that shoot from yeah. one point to the next. yeah and I was just like, he's like, whoa. I said, oh, my God, was that you? And he's like, no, that was you. I was like, no, that wasn't me. He's like, yes, it was. That was you. I was like, wow. So then now he's popping his collar for the next 10 years, you know, because he made a porn star squirt. Oh, God. <laughs> it was funny. He was a civilian, too. I I um, I have my uh, porn husbands or whatever, I guess you could say, you know, within yeah. the industry. But, yeah, I'm, I am mean the – in my spare time, you know, I miss yeah. the civilians. Yeah, yeah, I get it. No, yeah. I get it
2: totally. But yeah, so the squaring thing is, is a big thing. But the the main thing is, as I said, it's about being, you know, not a selfish lover. That that is one of my biggest messages. When I could say to anyone is uh, have that as your as your focus in life, and you'll go, you'll do well.
1: And it's so sad because there are so many women who say that they've never had an orgasm oh yeah or no, their lot. boyfriends Lots. don't make and it, that's so ludicrous to me i mean the the men that i have like if you if we're not giving oh. each other multiples or yes. i know that i'm not making you feel good and you don't mm-hmm. take the time to make sure that i'm okay yeah. it's yeah. not gonna work no. you know because yeah you you gotta have that balance
2: yes it's very important i call it i call it True sexual health, and not the kind of sexual health that the government and that will talk about, but sexual health, in other words, by being very happy and very sexually uh, fulfilled right. is what I call sexual health. Right. Because if you have that part in your life right, pretty much the rest of, the, rest of your life is pretty good. You know, your work ethics are good, your, your mood, the way you deal with people, your happiness level is normally much better than someone who's having a very, very poor sex life.
1: I've had orgasms offset anxiety for me before. You know, <laughs> I recently, yeah. you know, had to do a medical procedure. They checked me into the hospital and I was freaking out. I recently, as a, within the last couple of years, developed anxiety. And, you know, the night before I went and saw one of my guys and just he just gave me multiple orgasms and it had me so relaxed that I went in yeah. there and just aced the procedure, didn't even think about it. And, you know, the yeah. day before I was a just nervous wreck. Right. No, so big there, thing.
2: Big
1: thing. Yeah, there's so many benefits yeah. to it. And, you know, we're all sexual beings. I mean, get over yeah. the whole stigma and the whole, well, I shouldn't do this, nobody should know. No, everybody is a sexual being, whether you want to yeah. look at it that way or not. Regardless of how <laughs> you identify, um, how you see yourself as, how you present yeah. yourself yeah. as, you know, yeah. everybody has their own individual sex appeal.
2: Yeah, no totally agree with you so do you have
1: any advice for because you know i know a lot of guys are like oh yeah i'm the squirting master and you know they have like a five inch dick and you know there's Mm -hmm. no way in hell they're making this woman just without any oral Mm -hmm. in just penetration right you know it's really hard for me to believe that all these women are just squirting because your sex is just so amazing you know most of the time not to ruin it for people but a lot of these women just pee and call it squirting you know guys think they're squirting and and that's not what squirting is no
2: no that's true um well see here's the thing now do i make a lot of women squirt when i fuck them it depends depends on the girl Depends on you know if the scene's even possible c- it can allow it in that scene because of the type of scene it is. Right. Most of the girls I squirt, is, uh, I make squirt is obviously with my fingers. Um, that's the main skill I have.
0: Okay. I do
2: know how to make a bunch of women like Mona Wells. on my seat on my series. I made squirt obviously with my dick, but I I knew her body a little bit better. Although it was my first time with her, I I learned her body very fast, so right. I knew exactly. And you don't need a big dick to make a woman squirt. You don't really need a thick dick to make a woman squirt. But you do need to have the angle correct so that the dick right. is, ca- is ca- caressing the G-spot. The, G-spot at the right angle. yes, of most definitely. Um, if you do that, then, yes, you have a very good chance that, you know, you'll make her squirt. Um, but, you know, the, the technique is what I call the technique the Spider-Man, which is, again, it's, it's my technique, which I assume is what most people would use. I don't know if everyone uses it. I use two fingers and I have two other fingers, which is, uh, are leverage on the cheeks of her ass and... I manipulate the G-spot at, at a very high speed and force and make right. women squirt in about three to five seconds. Right.
0: Um,
2: and and a lot on, on many occasions. And then you, again, you can do it with your penis, but it, again, it really depends on the woman. Um, and some women come from just pounding uh, at a certain angle, and some women come from very slow, uh, working her up slowly over a period of time and then increasing the speed. It, it, re- it Unfortunately, one thing I'll say is Every woman is very different yes. and you have to learn her. You have to learn her body language and learn what right. know she likes. And sometimes she won't know what she likes. You have to figure that out. Um, and, you know, that's a craft for me. I call that, you know, it's a sex craft. That's really understanding and looking for certain things and listening to her breathing and paying attention to right, her.
0: Right, right.
2: Um, and, you know, that to me is what makes any guy good is, is when you can do that, it's like turning on a car and knowing what's wrong with a car just by listening to it right. that's the point it's that kind of thing right you know and um, and again what I try and teach in, in my uh, in any any of the seminars I've done is sex is supposed to be fun it's not a competition it's not a game you know it's about having a good time it's about being relaxed it's about laughing and enjoying right you know, and give, being in tune with
1: that partner who you're with of at that time. Of course, not yeah. competing with who you no. think she was with before no. No, or no. what you saw no. now do you yeah. when you date or do you date
2: <laughs> well I, I i obviously was married for 7 years and obviously right. we swung we was big swingers we used to be out okay. every weekend and we was at parties and we were very well known in the swinging in, in, in the swinging arena um, then obviously i you know i'm divorced now and um, and again, not because I wasn't, good. my main problem was I love women a little bit too much. And she <laughs> right. felt, she felt, unfortunately, a little bit, you know, as like she wasn't important, which wasn't the case. But of course, you know, again, we all make mistakes. And I was one that you right. know didn't notice that she was feeling that terrible about a lot, a, a well, lot of
1: and things. Well, we all have our own insecurities, whether you're in the industry or not. Yeah. Of course. So you that's know. understandable.
2: And, um, you yeah, know, and we're, we're still friends. That's a good thing. And, that's and great. She, she, see, I know deep down she would love to be back here and, and with me, and you know that's that's a good thing in a way. But yeah. so I do date. Um, it's generally always been within the industry. Okay, um, yeah, that was not, my next question. It's, it's not the best way to do it, but unfortunately, you know, it would have to be with a swinger or with an industry girl. Always older industry women. Always like maybe eight to ten years difference from me. So oh, okay. you know, always in, always in the upper thirties forties. Um, because young, I, I'm not a younger guy. I'm not. I mean, I'm an older guy, so I can't gel with a woman who hasn't had a lot of life experiences. Right, um right. We have nothing. Le- we have nothing in common, so it's not really yeah. going to work. Um, I get it. Sexually, I get it. <laughs> yeah, sexually, I can bond with anyone, but right. unfortunately, if we're sitting around and watching TV and hanging out with my dogs and doing whatever, going for walks in the park. Right. But I ain't gonna be too good with a twenty-one-year-old. So, right. Right. Yeah. You know, we we have different. Uh, we like different things. So, but I do, and I am dating uh, a, a fetish model um, who's very well known in her business, extremely well known. Her name's cool. Christina Christina Carter. Um, okay. Very famous for her bondage and stuff in the their world, which is very different from ours. Yes, it is. Um, but she's, she's always on set with me and, you know, she started doing a little bit more stuff, obviously mainly with me at this point. Um, and, uh, it goes really well because, you know, we, we understand each other's businesses a little bit better and, and she's already familiar with, although she's never been with someone that does what I do. Um, she, she gets off on seeing me with other women. So it actually benefits.
1: That works. Yeah. That works for you. Yeah. And you know, I can understand keeping it within the entertainment industry, because I myself right. date ex-pro athletes. Um, mm-hmm. I date people in the, within the music industry at all different right. capacities. Of so, course. you know, they kind of understand who we are and, you know, what we have to do in a day to, right. to get through our day. Yes. You know, so. both business-wise and personally, and they understand because they, too, have their own fan bases, Right. So they understand that aspect of it as well.
2: Good. Yeah. Totally.
1: You know, um, do you get recognised a lot when you go out?
2: Funny enough, um, when I was working once upon a time quite a bit for browsers, which was yeah. a, a long time ago actually, I don't shoot sure, because again they have this, they have their own little idea of what they need these days, right, and I, right. I don't really fit that. Although I just did okay work it recently, um, I used to get recognised from doing big tips at work. Um, Occasionally, but where I've been noticed the most has been from my squirting, my squirting instructional. Uh, oh, okay. You know, I've had, I've had an old man and his wife hug me while I'm sitting <laughs> there having, while I'm sitting there having dinner with three girls, telling me how I saved his marriage. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, I've had, I uh, when I was having my hair cut in one of the local salons out here the woman who ran the salon take me outside and ask me, am I the squirt guy? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. She goes, well, I just bought your entire series. And, uh, you know, and I was like, well, that's wonderful. But why did you buy it? Because it's for men. And she goes, well, cause I'm giving it to my ex-husband so he can fucking learn something. <laughs> um, and you know, and I've had this, I, I, I was, I was at a big event, at uh, so wet in, uh, the MGM grand. Okay. And, this huge fucking guy, like six foot seven, right. grabs me, picks me up, oh starts wow, Throw me around like a fucking rag doll. And you're not sh- a little man; sh- like you, sh- you've got sh- some stature to yourself. Well, he, he, was, he wasn't aggressive, but he was like rather happy to see me. Oh, okay. He was, and he was pe- shaking me around, just sh- shouting out, "This is the Squirt instructor. This is the Squirt instructor. This is the man. That, this is the man that taught me everything I know." You know. Yeah. Uh, and, he's a, and he was an English rugby football player for the okay. English rugby team. Okay, right. And uh, he's a lovely guy, James Haskell, fucking very cool guy. Oh. And uh, he introduced me to his teammates and his physiotherapist. And funny enough, his physiotherapist, actually, who's was a guy. Spent twenty minutes working on my squirting arm because I'd had my arms been damaged for the last six <laughs> oh, months. no! From wi- I made so many women squirt in such a short space of time over from.
1: You got like carpal tunnel in your arm. Oh, I'd, I tell you, <laughs> my arm. I'd right. Literally my arm.
2: It took me hours in the morning to wow. get my arm loose enough to be able because I really overdid it. Overdid it. Right. So I'd go from scenes to parties to swinger parties to personal, right. and I was just doing it for hours on end. And yeah, he fixed my arm. Uh, oh. it never came back. I never had the problem I had. That's um, awesome. Once he'd done the work on me for 20 minutes, so I was right. very happy. Yeah, yes, I bet. I, I, the, the teaching scenario has got me way more noticed than just being right. in all the big, big feature films. It's quite funny, really.
1: Right. Yeah, I, was, um, I took my son to one of the amusement parks a couple of weeks ago, and then we stopped in L.A., um, on the way back to Vegas, and stayed with somebody who was in the industry, right. and he's now behind um, the scenes, right? Uh, more so than on camera, he does editing. He's like won Avian awards for his editing and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I can never go anywhere with this man <laughs> without, oh, really? you know, because I've been out of the industry for so long that you know my notoriety kind of you know fizzled, but right, right. but he has been around for. so, so much longer than even I was that, you know, oh, wow, he, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we're in Walmart, we're in Toys R Us, and people are stopping him left and right. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah, it was, it was funny. I was like, I can't go nowhere with you. <laughs> He's like a girl. <laughs> He's like a girl in the industry in that capacity, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah, no, I hear Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. but yeah. it was great. I, I absolutely am in love with our business. That's why I do the film festival. And right. Yeah, and I want to thank you so much for uh, your seminar on the um, squirting orgasms and everything. I know that's, you know, really amazing for the people who attend and everything.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I think, as I said, it's, you know, only in the last few years that we've really had, you know, this whole squirting phenomenon kind of come out of the woodwork and, and become so big. And, you know, there's a lot of things that I've learned recently about the squirting thing, and, you know, there's... There's a lot there that, you know, does indicate that there is a very, very strong connection to, um, you know, the urethra and uh, the thing that women are becoming sexually incontinent. Um, So there's a lot of new things that I'm starting to learn. um, And that, you know, even though technically speaking, it's not pee, but it does have some very distinct situations that can have a certain amount of urine in a form of percentages within that fluid, depending on hydration, depending on so many things. So, you know, as much as I still call it squirt, and I'm quite happy to say that's what it is, because in the most part it is.
1: Yeah, because it's obvious,
2: you know, especially with somebody like you. It depends on so many different things. Um, But even if, as I said, it was partly pee, the stimulation the pleasure the cause that it, it
1: right exactly because i know i'm to, a yeah. i'm a aggressive masturbator like if right. i get and i like to use this the water pressure from the shower head oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's how yeah. i masturbate and right. so um, if I get 10 nuts, I want 25. <laughs> right. and, and by the time I'm so sensitive, like, I'm like, no, don't touch myself, you know, because right. it's yeah. so sensitive by then. I'm peeing oh. and coming at the same time. Right. Now, yeah. I have a question Definitely. for you. This mm-hmm. is um, personal in my personal life, actually. Sure. Somebody I've been with, with five, for five years right. has recently, and I don't know if this is just, and, and he's an ex-pro athlete. He's an ex-NBA player. So Uh he trains. He owns a business out here. He trains other people and stuff. Um, So... As of, I'd say, probably towards the end of last year, beginning of this year, I started to notice that, and at first I wasn't sure if it was me or if it right. was him, but I started noticing that, like, I would smell a urine smell after, and it would be, like, inside of me, too, because I'd put, like, my finger and yeah. pull it out. And, right. and So, what would make a guy, and it's not all the time, you know, it's just no. on occasion, you mm-hmm. know, is, is it part of a dominating thing? Or is it something that just their body is going through? Or you know maybe you can answer this question for me. You know so you why would so you he be in the, in the respect in of a female
2: yourself or anyone else that after you squirt a bunch of times you smell a very light kind of urine smell? Is that that's what you're saying?
1: No, it's not light. It's really strong. Like he and I don't okay. think it's me. I and I do get multiple orgasms. I mean I, right. I come like crazy with him. It's yeah. huge. But, and, and he just, he knows what he's doing. He's got amazing stamina. But well, his, I f- his, I think it's coming yeah. from him, honestly. I really do. Really? Yeah, I really do. Is it possible for guys to urinate in you? Yes. Okay. Um, but,
2: it, I mean, when I say it's possible, I've, oh, there's a girl I worked with recently. And, you know, we was doing an interview for my squirt thing. And she was saying how she loves guys to pee inside. Her. That was her biggest fetish. She was, if they're going to be they better be prepared to pee inside because I love the way it feels. Right, and I'm like, that's funny because I've tried that and I never could do it. She goes, "No, you can definitely do it. I've had it done a lot." So I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." Well, anyway, here's what I think. Now, yes, to a certain degree, um, I it could be him, but here's the factor: I've done a lot of scrum with a lot of women, and I always—not say always—but thirty percent of the time, I do smell after if I've done it a lot. Right, uh, I do smell a small, a slight taste of urine or whatever you want to call it right i do smell it so i think it's just the volume because here's the thing when you are made to squirt you lose a lot of bodily control right right, you're losing control so when you're losing control you are going to be so relaxed that if you have anything in your bladder it's going to come out right it just is you know um so the fact that if you squirt, 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 and now you're super relaxed, you're loving it, loving it, and you squirt again, you're probably going to technically pee a little bit, right. and there comes the smell. Right. So, not a bad thing, not a big deal. No, I, not said at I don't all. care about it. But,
1: but it, for really me, because I'm, it, I feel like my body is so routine because we've done this for so long and been together so long. It's like if right. it's not him, it's weird that it just sporadically. Happens. I mean, you would think – because he – I get the same amount of pressure, the same amount of orgasms, you know, every time we're together. So, you know, it doesn't – and I definitely um, deplete my bladder of anything before we do it. So that's why, you know, there's a few factors in there that make me think that it's him. And I know the last time it happened, he went – and I'm so grateful for this because I have been – trying to get him he's such a big man because he's a a basketball player so i think he's scared to hurt me because i'm like five 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 six you know and i'm i'm not very big and so um when i want him to get rough with me i have to like Talk to him and make, which I'm a talker anyways during sex, but I have to like talk to him and make him get rough with me. I'm like, grab my neck, pull my hair, (laughs) you know, do all this amazing stuff that I love, you know, when you do to me. And for the first time in five years, this was like last week, he actually just got really domineering with me and just, like, totally took over and fucked the hell out of me and just grabbed my neck and pulled my hair and spanked me and did, like, everything without being asked. And I just thought that was awesome. Yeah. (laughs) You know? But that was one of the times that I had smelled the urine. So that's why I wasn't sure if, you know, he... If it was a dominant thing where he was, like, marking territory or... I think what it was, you had such... A crazy time, sexually.
2: Right. You got kind of pushed even beyond some of the limits you've had before, and you just relaxed more than you imagined. Right. I've uh, come out. That's good. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Otherwise.
1: It was at first. The first couple times it happened, I was like, um, I didn't know what to think. But what? now it's starting to get like erotic <laughs> <laughs> for me. Because, you know, with us being in this industry, there's really not much new you can show us. Not really. Not really. You know, so when we have these new experiences, we're supposed to do anal for the first time in a couple weeks. And I'm really scared because I've only done anal three times in my entire life.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah. (laughs) With uh, ex-husband and ex-boyfriends and stuff. So I'm really scared. Like, Leia Falcon was helping me because she's total anal queen you know yeah. she was helping me go through you know the process of everything because I knew about the animals but I was actually using the saline solution and water from the enema. she's like no dump that out and you know just use water so you know she was kind of guiding me which is so weird for me because I'm always the one helping other people <laughs> you know people don't usually there's not much you can tell me but in that you know capacity i have no clue you know with the anal thing and she's like get yourself a butt plug i was like girl you gotta be kidding me right now (laughs) you know but but he's huge so you know i don't want him to rip me a new one so i kind of gotta you need to get a butt plug then (laughs) yeah listen to her exactly put it in the night before sleep with it yeah she said couple hours couple hours before and you'll be fine Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah but yeah the more you can put it in there and leave it in there the better Right, right.
1: Loosen okay. it up. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean the tr-
2: the truth is you don't actually get sore from being fucked with a big dick once it's inside. It's the right. entrance of the anus yes. and the in and out. That's what causes the soreness. Not one shot yeah. in.
1: Right. So Yeah. And and I like it like it it's always rough getting in, but once it's in, that's when it's amazing and then I just like of to be pounded. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's it.
1: Yeah. Because that's where, like, the ultimate G-spot is.
2: Yeah, of course. Yeah, totally. Yeah.
1: Yeah. On men and women. You know, I totally get the concept of gay men. (laughs) I get it. I know how awesome, you know, anal is. Yeah. If you're doing it with the right person, you know.
2: Yep. No, totally.
1: And someone who cares. You know, that's why yep. I never did it on set, because it has to be done right, or you can well, really yeah,
2: hurt yourself. Well, yeah, that's the other thing, isn't it? You know, it's it's too much of a circus trick on set. Right. Which isn't pleasurable at the end of the day.
1: No, not at all. So if people want no. to find you, how could they find you and follow you to, you know, <coughs> keep up on all the amazing things that you're doing? <coughs> well,
2: you can <coughs> find me on Twitter, uh, Marcus London. Which is, <clears throat> it's funny, because my Marcus London Twitter, actually, I think my Marcus London on Instagram got stolen, so I had to turn it to the Marcus Ugh, London. I don't know how it got, it, got stolen while it was already mine, and while I had it, I just went in every right. day and my name would change, I'm like, how did my Probably name... The Syrian like, army
1: or some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. seriously, it became yeah. some,
2: it was like a bunch of digits and numbers, I'm like, how did I right. become this? Yeah, so exactly. I, get, I don't know what happened, I have no idea, but anyway, so it's the Marcus London on Instagram, marcus london on twitter marcus london on facebook and my website that i just put up which i'm about to start really pushing and working on um is called uh, marcus cool um <clears throat> so you can find me on on those different uh, platforms
1: All right, wonderful. I thank you so much for your time and again,
2: you know, for your
1: seminar at my film festival. And we definitely Mm -hmm. look forward to having you again next year when you've got more, you know, things (laughs) actually produced and ready to go and can really push it out. And, you know, that's the one thing that a lot of women have come up to me and said, you need more guys. You know, we have all yeah. these girls and that's fun, but I want more guys here, you no, know, for us. No, I agree. So, I, you know, I really appreciate when you um, agreed to accept and, you know, do yeah. our seminar. That's amazing. Definitely. No, it'd be
2: interesting. So, all right. Well, I'll, well, see you, I'll see you fabulous. tomorrow. Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, definitely. I already let Jessica know that, um, you know, because there's a couple people coming down that are doing the seminars. Wonderful. So, yeah, I already let her know to um, to take you guys up and, you know, show you the theater and that how is. to hook up and all like that. And, yeah, that was, uh, you know, that was a good idea you had for the meeting because, you know, it gives everybody an idea instead of going in yeah. blindly.
2: Yeah, I, I just thought about know? it. I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm dealing with. Um, right what the situation, how the layout is of, of the room or wherever I'm right. doing the, you know, the talk. Right. It's going to be very, very relevant about how I, you know, Yeah, things, exactly. So I thought I'd rather at least see what I'm going into. I know. think you'll
1: um, like it. It's, it's set up in like a movie theater with the comfortable yeah. seats and stuff. Right. And they got the projector cool. and the screen. And yeah, it's, the whole thing is just going to be amazing. I'll give you a whole rundown oh. of, you know, how yeah. we're doing it and what we're doing. That'd be and great. stuff. All right, my dear. Well, thanks again. I really, really appreciate your time. I know you're a very busy man, you're very and welcome. yeah, this you're was, very an incredible, incredible was an incredible, incredible conversation.
2: Thank you. Oh, it was good talking to you, and I look forward to seeing. You. Well, no, probably see you. You're not going to be there tomorrow, are you? are
1: you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my oh, thing. Awesome. <laughs> oh, <wonderful. laughs> yeah. Yep. Definitely. Oh, wonderful. wonderful. All, All right. I'll well, you. You, then. Uh, you have a good evening.
2: You too. Thank <laughs> you so much. Bye bye. Take
1: care. Bye bye. Mission, Nishimuchu Oh yeah, I'll watch you Go here. be
0: the king of cool But I'm still i rules to the left Share me to the right Have a little flirt But share to. Thank you for listening. We hope you learned something from this teachable moment. Join us next week for more moments like this.